Welcome to Player Pass, your weekly Xbox Game Pass podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Fouché, and along with me is my co-host, Justin Summers. We're here to let you know what games you should be playing on Game Pass this week. It's episode 32. How you doing this week, Tank? Man, I'm doing good. I'm looking forward to uh, another episode. I'm glad to have you back. Uh, that way I'm not flying solo. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to the week. Looking forward to this week's episode. Yeah, I'm real glad to be back. I hated that I missed, but a delayed flight, you know how that that goes and so but i'm back this week and hopefully hopefully we won't have anything like that happen in the next few weeks either yeah hopefully we can keep it we can keep it going steady from here on out but yeah you know sometimes some things happen and you got to make do with what you got so but yeah i think i'm looking forward to this week's episode so we've got some uh we've got some news why don't you jump into the first bit of news we got uh for the week Fusho? so yeah the big news of the week is that GamesCon was this week which normally is in Germany, but with uh, just still forever lasting COVID stuff is another online thing. But yesterday, Xbox had their specific GamesCon event, and um, it was it was a pretty good event. There wasn't wasn't anything crazy to it, but I wasn't. I really don't. Uh, I know I've watched GamesCon maybe the past few years and stuff, but it's like I always forget exactly what GamesCon is. And so I, I go into it with some really, real. I was about to say low expectations, but it's almost no expectations. Yeah, so that GamesCon is one that I always like, just seem to forget exists. Like a lot of the other ones uh, that you know that are hyped up that I you know I normally tune in and watch and, and check out videos later to see what all was announced. But GamesCon is one that that seems to always get past me without me even realizing that it's going on. Yeah, but I was I was able to watch it. It was. The one yesterday, I think all of it happened while I was at work. So I really was just listening to it while I was working and um, it was cutting in and out just because it was a live stream. And so like I'd hit bad service and then I missed some of it and then hear some other parts and wasn't watching any of it really. But um, some of the big things they talked about coming to Game Pass, there was five big games that... um, they really emphasize, and these were Age of Empires 4, and that one's just on the PC, Into the Pit, Crusader Kings 3, Psychonauts 2, and The Gunk. And so, do any of those stick out to you as games you'd like to play, Tank? Yeah, I mean, well, of course, Psychonauts 2. I know you've been you've been grinding, or maybe not grinding, but I know you've been playing, uh, you were playing the first one a good bit leading up to that one coming out, so that that's one I definitely do want to jump in. Um and try out, and I remember watching the uh, video of uh, the gunk, and it it may be one that I jump in and, and give it a try. To. I don't know if it'll be really my style, but it'd be one that I'd be willing to, definitely willing to jump in and give it a try to. Yeah, that's the gunk is one that is just not. Uh, I'm not getting any. I'm not remembering what that one was exactly. So I'm, yeah, I'm having trouble wanting to play that one at the moment. <laughs> but, so you uh, have to walk, go back and watch some videos. Oh, from from the ones that uh from that list. Yeah, yeah, they kept they showed so many games over the past two days that uh they're all kind of blurring blur. together. Yeah, they all blur together. But Into the Pit was one that looked interesting. It was like a Doom Eternal looking game, but instead of like the end of the world and uh, that kind of stuff, it was your wizard and the gameplay. You like weren't shooting guns and stuff like you do in Doom, but you were just casting like wizard yeah. spells yeah yeah i do yeah. remember that one now that you uh now that you bring it up i remember that one that, that one looked pretty pretty good and then crusader kings 
they talked about that one and it sounded cool. Like it just was, it sounded like a lot of backstabbing and political works of medieval Europe and like trying to gain power. So I don't know. I don't even remember what the gameplay really is. Those are some games that here recently I've, I've started kind of taking an interest to some of those, um, medieval time games where you build a, build a dynasty or build a kingdom, uh, through, I've been watching some videos and stuff on that lately. It's kind of been drawing me in. So that may be one that I would like to, to jump in and try. I know there's some like that already in game pass that I haven't actually tried yet, but I don't know. It's just something that's kind of been intriguing to me. There's a, there's a, a YouTuber that I watch. I think his name's Raptor. And he's been playing a lot of those like early life games where you, you have to start from nothing and, you know, create a kingdom. Yeah. So that may be one that would be kind of interesting to me since I'm kind of taking a dive down that path right now. Yeah, maybe so. I know I'd like to play Age of Empires, um, but it's... Yeah, on but the, that uh, one's just on the PC, so I don't yeah. don't see me playing that anytime soon. No. But, uh, well, maybe. It just depends on if it comes to... It's cloud, yeah. comes to the cloud with some more news that's uh, that's been released. But then there's also the big news of Humble Games the uh indie games that are like bundled in with um i'm not even sure i guess humble games like the producer of the game maybe and um they uh they have said that all their games are going to come to game pass and so that was they listed 10 games yesterday and had a it was like a two minute video so slam packed of these 10 indie games and um were there any of those that stuck out to you I mean, there's a few. I mean, without really diving into them and finding out more about each one, just from watching the video, um, the Dodgeball Academia uh, looked looked something. I mean, it looks similar to games that I played, you know, on iPhone or games that I played in the past. And the one that kind of drew me in was uh, Sig- Signalis. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Signalis. Signalis. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's something just about the gameplay that, like, took me back to, like uh, – Super Nintendo days. So I, that may be one that I would kind of like to. I mean, it was definitely a lot better graphics. Um, but just like kind of the, the style that they showed in that little two-minute video that we saw, it kind of kind of got me intrigued on that one. So those were the two that really, really stuck out. Now, there a lot of these really, you know, look good in that video. But I'd have to do some more research and do, watch some more things on them to really know which ones I would be super excited to play. Yeah. And uh, I'll just give the names of those real quick. That's Archvale, Next Space Rebels, Midnight Fight Express, Dodgeball Academia, Bushinden. Oh, I know, I butchered that. (laughs) Um, Fleon, Son of Crimson, Unpacking, Signalist, Unsighted, Chinatown Detective Agency. So, yeah, that... um, I don't know, the Fleon, Son of Crimson, that also reminded me of, like, Super Nintendo um, times. It really... uh, it made yeah, me think of yeah, that one did too. Uh, what was that? The dinosaur game you used to play, Mac and somebody. Uh, uh I know, I know what you're talking about. It's not Joe and Mac, right. maybe Joe and Mac. Uh, that may, right? that that doesn't sound right, but it, it very well may be. It very well may be. I don't know. It was kind of the same graph, similar graphics. It looked yeah. kind of like a platformer. Yeah, and then the yeah that signalist game you were talking about it. It looked like it was really like it could be scary as a 16-bit game. Yeah, no, it, it was kind of was... creepy looking, but you know, it had the, you know, it was the platformer style, but it had like, I mean, the graphics were obviously really, you know, really good, but it had like the shadows and the the stuff you were darkness you were moving through. It just reminded me of some of the games I used to play, um, 
you know, back in the Super Nintendo, even though it's, you know, probably a, a huge upgrade from that. It just kind of, that was the one, there was a couple of them that had that feel, but I don't know, for some reason that one drew me in more, more than the other ones did, but it did, it did look like it could have kind of like a, uh, creepy, uh, thriller type vibe to it. Yeah, that, that one, um, I think it would be pretty fun. And then the only other one that stuck out to me, um, which I, I liked all the, all of them looked pretty good, but unpacking stuck out to me. It just, it looked so weird. Like it was just so <laughs> off the wall out of everything else. It's like all this action stuff. And then all of a sudden yeah, in the middle a... of it, it's like this looks like an educational point and click game where you're trying to, I don't know. You like he, you click a box and then it folds up and it's just gone. Like congrats. You unpacked. I, I don't know. It was just kind of funny how it was just slammed in the middle of all this action. But yeah, those were um those are the games mentioned at yes I say yesterday's it was, um Tuesday is when that came out yesterday for us so the games that were mentioned then at the Xbox event specifically but today on Wednesday they had the GamesCon online live event and so there was a lot of games and this wasn't all specifically Xbox and they had all kind of stuff that they wanted to go through. And I think um, it was 60 games. They said was, were at least maybe not all shown, but just like references to in this. And so it was, it was a pretty big deal. And for Xbox, it did have one huge event or one huge game. And that's Halo infinite. And they showed a little more of that. And I was excited about that. And they finally gave a release date and that is December 8th. And so I'm pretty pumped about about what they what they showed. It wasn't um it wasn't a ton of I, I think you can go and find a little bit more gameplay and stuff. That was one thing that was confusing about Gamescon is like it like every other game they were like you can go to IGN and watch their Twitch stream afterwards for more. And it's like they said that on half the games, so I can't even remember like who actually has a deeper dive and. I definitely don't have the time to go watch all the deeper dives to all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, for me, the the Halo the Halo content's obviously the the big takeaway of this because you start talking anything Halo, I'm going to be excited. Uh, and yeah, to get a to get a you know an actual release date is huge. Uh, before we just had holiday, you know, 2021, so we know we know when we're going to get that now. So it will be just before Christmas for all the people planning on buying it for you know kids or family members or whatnot. Um, and also just, just having the multiplayer as a free to play, I think is a really good move and a huge move, um, for that, for that Halo franchise. Yeah. It was, it was kind of weird when he said it. I don't don't think he meant, meant anything by it. The guy that had to talk about it, but he said season one and it's free to play multiplayer. And it just sounded like he was saying season one's free to play. Who knows what's next? But I I don't think, I think it just kind of. He said that really weird. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I would, I would assume that's not the case. But you know, if that ends up being the case, then we can reevaluate what we think of that. But uh, I don't, I don't see why in the world they would, with the, yeah, with how with with the success of all these free to play games right now, I don't know why in the world they would have it free to play for season one and then you know charge for it. I mean, yeah. if I had to guess, they're going to do just like all these other battle royales and all these other multiplayer games where they have battle passes and season passes and stuff so that way you can buy you know have that's that's the way they're going to make their income off of 
uh, off of the, yeah. the multiplayer is just having those seasons and battle passes and stuff. Yeah, and for sure, like with Game Pass, like you wouldn't have to worry about it regardless. Yeah, yeah, true. That would just be people off of Game Pass. But um, oh, there was all kind of other announcements and stuff, like a new Marvel game, Marvel's Midnight Suns. It seemed like they made new, the new characters like that are not even in Marvel. They they talked about those, and then they mixed in a bunch of bunch of playstation games and stuff like that we got our first look at call of duty vanguard i thought that was that was pretty good <laughs> i mean i don't get me wrong i freaking lo- i love call of duty but they gotta they gotta they gotta slow it down like they need to like there was already <laughs> another call of duty and there was just when did they come out with cold war like it was not not even a year ago i don't think like they're just pushing out, they're just pushing out all these different. And it may have been more than a year because the time does go pretty fast now. But they came out with with the new one, and they had another one. Now they're having another one. I mean, it it looked good, but I don't know. I think I think Call of Duty needs to, uh, I don't know, just slow it down or something. I mean, I know people want new, they want stuff now, they want more stuff. But I I feel like it with Call of Duty, it's just. I feel like this one was pushed out as fast as it was just to compete with Battlefield. I feel like that's the reason why this was out. I, I think that they, they're they probably going to have some problems because because they are pushing it out as fast as they're, they plan on doing. But, yeah, you know, I've, I just kind of get burnt out on Call of Duty constantly, constantly adding. I mean, it comes out November 5th, so, I mean, that's that's really not far away, not far at all from when the, when the other game came through. So, I mean, I love Call of Duty, but they... It's just, I think I'm a little burnt out on some of the, some of the Call of Duty content, just because it's so much. It really is, and like, I enjoy playing, like I would enjoy the single player on this, because it is based in World War II, oh, and yeah, it really no. looks, it looks at some real life people, and the, uh, there was a woman that was really focused in on, in this one, and of course it's like, um... This was a real woman that uh, was a sniper for the Soviets. And she had like, I listened to a podcast about her like a year ago, but she had like a 130 confirmed kills. So she was yeah. like a really bad woman. Yeah. But um, like if it really goes and follows her story and like other people's stories and more too, I think that'd be really cool. But she was a sniper, but in the thing they had her running through buildings and like in firefights with like, 10 people with a shotgun stuff like yeah she was she was a bad woman but she was a sniper she didn't do that stuff so i don't know how closely it's going to follow their real stories and stuff yeah i'm I'm sure it'll be you know over over cinematic and and stuff but that that, i mean that's one thing i will say about call of duty is i love their 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 story modes like the story mode on uh um oh what was the the one that came out uh not the last one, the one before that. I don't even know what the name of it was is. It, just was it Call of Duty. Warfare? Was it Modern, was Modern Warfare? Warfare? Yeah, yeah, I think I think that. Yeah, I think that. Now that that gameplay for the story mode was great. Like I I super love that story. I love the way they tell the story in their story mode, in their campaign modes. Um, and I'm sure this one's going to be amazing. I but it's just you have to constantly keep spending. You have to constantly keep buying stuff because they're constantly 
adding, I mean, and gigs on top of gigs on top of gigs on top of gigs as far as storage goes. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, but I, I would, I do, I, I, I probably will. Uh, maybe not as soon as it comes out, but shortly after it comes out, I probably will get it and play the campaign mode just because I've always really enjoyed those. Um, but I am kind of, I, I am kind of on a, a Call of Duty burnout at the moment. Yeah, it's not hard to do. Um, let's see. There's only, there's a ton of games here. I'm looking through the list of stuff. I know uh, I saw a lot of people playing, not a lot, but I saw quite a few people playing Splitgate today. Um, it's a free-to-play free to play multiplayer shooter um, that was announced. And I, I'm assuming it may be just be the beta that the guys that I saw on, on Twitch today that were playing it. Um, I kind of watched it for a few minutes. It looked, it, it looked good. I mean, it looks like it would be fun to play. I don't know much more about it than that. Yeah, it looks, from, I'd from never heard of it before. I hadn't either until... Uh, until this, and then when I got on Twitch, uh, when I got off work while I was eating, I just was flipping through looking, and I saw a few guys that I follow playing, and I checked it out for a few minutes. I mean, it looks it looks fun, so I guess we'll see how that goes. Cause, I mean, these some of these multiplayers, you know, they're kind of fly by night. They'll be hot for a minute, and then you know they'll be they'll be off. So we'll just have to see how see how this one turns out. Yeah, it's pretty much Halo with Portal added to yeah. it. Yeah, that's a good one. They did not look cool. Um, they, the Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, that was supposed to be a really big part of this. I happened to miss that today because it was also at a weird time for me. But um, I used to love Lego games, but I hadn't hadn't played them. Yeah, uh, we, was, we'll have to tell our friend that's. Oh yeah, they're fun games. We'll have to tell our friend that's really into Star Wars and loves the Lego games or used to. <laughs> yeah, maybe that'll be right up his alley. Yeah, no, this the Lego games were always games that I. I mean, we pl- I played the mess out of Lego Indiana Jones. <laughs> I mean, it was one of my one of my favorite games back back in the day. Probably, I mean, it would still hold up today. I think. I mean, it's just a fun game to play. Oh yeah, it's a good game, no doubt. And but then, yeah, there uh, were there was a ton of a ton of games that were announced. Um, is it is it over? Or is it a is it a multiple multi day event for show? I'm not positive. I know I they were doing it. a lot of stuff tonight and afterwards with like Twitch streaming and talking to people like devs and stuff like that. But yeah. I don't know how long it goes on. It was, I don't know. Like I I follow Xbox's Twitter very, um, pretty pretty often and just like I know what's going on in their their little sphere of things going on. But then this just kind of jumped up. Out of nowhere, it seemed like yeah. they just started talking about it really like this past week. And all they were talking about was their event. Yeah. And then they did a few tweets today, like after the GamesCon event today, they were like, well, that was a cool trailer, wasn't it? So uh, I really don't know. They're not where I get my info is is not talking about it too much. Yeah, there, there's a lot of games that, I mean, even even some that are different platforms that I am excited about. I don't know if I actually play them because I, I probably won't drop the cash to get a different system right now. Um, but, you know, th- there's a lot of games in this in this event that have been super exciting to hear. You know, I did Xbox games, Xbox Game Pass games that if you see any in here, if you watch the event and you want us to break down any of these, uh, make sure and and let us know because we'll be happy to, to jump in that. But there's just there's just so much content to that we'd have to devote the whole this whole episode to it if we really got into all that was announced through that. Oh yeah, yeah. The only other thing I'd like to mention real quick from that was 
that they are a new Xbox Series X uh, Halo themed version is coming out and it looked pretty cool and it has an elite controller with it but uh i think yeah the xbox itself is going to be 100 i mean 550 dollars and then those elite controllers are like 200 bucks so they look they look really cool if you have yeah. that cash to spend but yeah, i don't know you... like it's hard to get an xbox already i don't know i mean that may be our... difficult that may be the one good thing is that this having this new edition launched may you know, because a lot of people that all the people that really, really wanted it have already got there. So that may yeah. open up a few to some people like me who hadn't actually got one yet or really, really tried to get in there and, and find everything I could to, to figure out where some are. Uh, so, yeah, that may, that may put a few more out there tomorrow, even though you got to pay, you know, a heftier price for it. Yeah, but uh, it'd be a cool thing to have. And it makes halo yeah. sounds when you turn it on and off. Oh, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, uh, so there's there's a ton more. If you really want to look into all that, there's there's plenty of stuff out there to to go and find a game that fits you because there was all kind of games there. But we'll go into our main topic this week, and that is cloud gaming, just kind of what we've thought about it over the past since they've really added it to iPhones is when we've been able to play the most. And so we'll talk a little bit about that and what we think about it. And so I'll go right into some of the pros of cloud gaming. And the best thing to me is that it's just mobile. Like you can, um, when you go somewhere else, you have an opportunity to play, play the games that you've been playing on and then um, like jump right back into, it's not like quick resume where it's exactly right where you started, but like I'll play some on my Xbox and then I'll save it and then come back to it later. And it's like right where I saved it and stuff. Yeah. And so that that's really nice because that trip that the re- the reason I wanted to talk about cloud gaming right now is because I had a lot of chance to play it when I was gone on my trip, and so that uh I was able to actually play some of these games and left right off where where I started, um, or I started right where I left off when I got to um, my Airbnb I was able to play. Yeah, the then, just just the. Um... Uh, the uh, I just lost the word I, I, I had in my head. Um, the uh, the ability I, I lost what I was saying for Shay. Um, the ease of being able to jump into it. I can't think of the word that starts with a C, but it just left my brain right as I started talking. Um, but yeah, just the ease of being able to the the convenience. There we go. The convenience go. of being able to jump into this this cloud gaming and you don't have to download it you don't have to download the games that you want to play you just pick what game you want to jump into uh and you know wherever you're at as long as you have you know signal or service or whatever um being able to jump into that the convenience of that is is pretty awesome i think that that is definitely a huge pro um for the mobile gaming for sure yeah that's kept me from playing a lot of games it's just like even though it's not a big download like i'll see I'll go scrolling through the Game Pass list and I'll see a game I'm like, I, I might want to play that. But it's just like I'll have that urge right then, but then I don't download it. And then so I just never get around to playing it. But there, like when you're scrolling through and you see a game, all you have to do is tap it and you're playing it. So that, that's pretty cool. And then it's also nice that they have the touch controls that uh, it make it makes it more accessible. Like when you don't have a controller on you that... If you just, if you really want to play a game and um, 
I'll get more into touch controls a little later. Like for certain games, like that's really good. And then uh, it just keeps the cloud gaming in general. Like Xbox seems to be really looking to support this for the future. And um, I like how they've done it with it just being kind of a, it's off to the side right now. It's like if you really get Xbox Game Pass Ultimate because you won't access to all these games, but um, this is just kind of like a bonus that they're really like trying to develop and build up and get a lot of feedback before, you know, it would have been, if they would have come out with this and made you pay for what is on cloud right now, like it would make a lot of people unhappy. Yeah. But how they've done it, like as a side thing is yeah, I they, think a really they, good thing. They've definitely done a good job of, of rolling this out. I know it's been on, you know, Android it's been on there for a while, but the way they've rolled it out, um, you know, since it's come over to Apple, I think they've done a really good job. Uh, and, you know, the you talked you touched on the the touch controls. Um, I do like that. You know, even though it may not be great for for certain games or some games that you play, I like that they keep adding it to. You know, every every week we check you know Xbox News and there's a whole list of games that they added touch controls to. So I like that they're constantly mm-hmm. adding that. That way it gives you that option. You know, even if you would rather not not use those, you still have that option. If you, you know if that's all you have, then it's a good way to jump in there and play it. Yeah, it, it's it's um. Those are some of the things that are really good. But along with the good comes some bad. And the first thing that's uh, really noticeable is that it needs to be pretty dang fast internet. Like it's, and it needs to also not have many people on the network that you're on at the same time. Cause it can, it can lag pretty bad if it's pretty busy or slow. Cause that was one thing when I was on my trip, the internet that we had was, it was not great. It was, it didn't. It only had like a two G um, Wi Fi signal, so it. There was times of the day where, like, early in the morning and late at night, when nobody else was seemed to be using the internet, like I, I could play some on my phone. It would work pretty good. Um, like I remember playing like thirty minute stretch here or there, and not running into into any lag or like very very little. But um, but yeah, that lag is just it is tough. Um, when it, when it's lagging, lagging bad, like there was a, I was playing spirit fair and there was a pretty, pretty heavy platforming section and, oh man, it was, you'd pop up and then all of a sudden you just hit a wall. So you had missed something and you had to start back at the bottom of the place. So like this, the platforming there would have been extremely fun if I was on my Xbox because it was like challenging and fluid and fun, but with a lag, it, uh, Ooh, it was a lot more frustrating than fun. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't really, you know, because I haven't played it. I haven't played it near, near the amount that you have in general. And I, when I have played it, it's been all on my home internet, which I have, you know, I have good internet here. Um, so and, you know, and you even with good internet, every now and then you still feel, you know, a delay if you are using, you know, a Bluetooth controller. You know, you still have a, you, you can still feel a slight delay sometimes. Um, that kind of throws you off on certain games. Some games it doesn't matter, but you still get that little bit of a delay occasionally, even with you know even on you know the best internet. So I think connection, connectivity is very important. And then you know you just have to get used to, you know this isn't you're not playing on Xbox with you know super high frame rates and 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 being able to you know instantly do things. Just a little bit slower, uh, depending on how you're playing. So that, that's one thing that. It's kind of, you know, it kind of stinks, but it's really not that big of a deal because it's really not that noticeable. 
uh, for the most part. Yeah. And then also another thing is just not not all the games are on there on Game Pass, which they add them pretty regularly. So, like, if you're looking, you might be, like, playing a certain game, and then, like, you're like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll continue this game when I'm somewhere else, and then you look, and it's not there. But um, I, I'm hopeful they, they seem to be adding them pretty regularly, so maybe maybe your certain game that you're playing will be added. Um, yeah, there's another note I made here. I made these notes, like, last week, and I can't quite remember where my head was with this <laughs> next one. Um but it talks about, I think I was trying to make a point that the quick resume is not there, and I've already mentioned that. So, like, yeah. you, you um, once you get used to playing on a Series X or Series S and you have quick resume, <laughs> like, it's a very so nice spoiled. feature. You're yeah, spoiled now, AJ. I really am. Like, there's some games that don't do quick resume, and I'm like, well, what is this? This is trash. Yeah, my but, game, my, my Xbox tries to quick resume because I forget to quit something, and then when I log in, it kicks me all the way back out and I have to start all over because it doesn't know how to quick resume. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's quick resume is weird for games like Apex um, because it yeah Apex Apex and Rocket League you can't quick resume it messes yeah, it, up you just have to you just have to totally close the game out and start it back up. Yeah, it it still does that to me. Sometimes I don't have to totally close it out on my Series X, but it still messes up. Yeah. Um, so some stuff that I personally like about it is that. Um, I can jump in for a few minutes. Like it's perfect for, for playing five, five minutes. Like, like I said, I've been playing spirit fair. I play that a lot on, on cloud. And so like right before we jumped on here, I jumped on there and played for five minutes and just did a few of the, some more tedious, not, not really tedious, but like the things that you have to do constantly in that game. Like it's good for that. And then, um, yeah, like I said, with the, the games I've never played before, like it's just when I'm scrolling through, I'll pick the ones that, like I played some random games that I probably wouldn't have downloaded. Just like, oh yeah, I'll give it a try real quick. I do think that is one way that that I I will use it more going forward is just being able to jump in and play games, you know, without you know any problem because that's one thing for me as far as new games on my Xbox. Is one, yeah, I've got to make sure in clear space because I've got so many games on there that I've got to most of the time when I download something, I've got to delete something. So it takes that that problem away. And a lot of times I'll download something, you know, when I'm done playing for the night or for that afternoon or something, and then not think about it, not come back to that game for weeks. So it'll give me the opportunity to actually jump into some of these games uh, and actually start playing them, you know, at that moment instead of, you know, having to download and, and wait and then try to come back when I'm thinking about it. So there's definitely definitely an upside to it as far as as far as that's concerned. Yeah, and then there was also just things I personally didn't like about it, and just like talking about that frustration I had, and um, it wasn't when it wasn't working and stuff. It was just really, really noticeable, and um, just got on my nerves pretty bad. And then there was one time I was playing, I got a party chat. This is when I didn't have my. Um, I never tried party chat with my headset in my controller when I was using it. I imagine it would work, but I was thinking it would work through my phone mic and like I could hear them and talk back to a person in a party chat, but it didn't. So uh, I don't know how hard that would actually be for them to to make work. Yeah, I imagine they'll 
I imagine they'll get that they'll get that going or get that fixed one because I mean I know I've I've joined parties on my phone, um, you know, before off the Xbox app. So I think they'll I think they'll get that worked out if that's something that people are trying to do or want to do. I think they'll get that I think they'll get that ironed out before too long. Yeah. So. So I think that's it's definitely possible, but um, that might have just been kind of a weird quirk that I ran into. Yeah. Um, the touch controls, yeah, going back to them is like when I play Spirit Fair, it's pretty good for that. Like there's some platforming er- areas and stuff that is not the best for touch controls, but there's games like Octopath Traveler that's a RPG, like an old school RPG stuff like that. That's great. But then I tried to play Enter the Gungeon with touch controls, and it is impossible. It's <laughs> just you cannot use it for a fast-paced game like that. It, um, like, that's a game where you're supposed to. It's a roguelike where you just try to make it to the end of the game. I think I made it to like the third room and I was dead. Um, so like it, ooh, you, it's just good thing they added it, but. And it's not that the touch controls themselves are bad. For those games, it's just like the games are made for a controller. And yeah, so, so no matter no matter what they do, I mean, the touch controls I think is they're great to have. But there's just certain games you're not going to be able to, you know, the, you're not going to be able to get the full the full freedom and the movability and playability with the touch controls on certain games. That's just the way it's going to be. You can still, you can try, but I think touch controls are, are best left to games that that it fits that's the play style. And that's just what, what it's going to have to boil down to. Um, I mean, some people may get used to it on, you know, some of the faster paced games. I mean, if you do anything enough, you'll get used to it and you'll get better at it. But uh, for most people, some of these fast paced games, it's going to be, it's going to be best ways to, to grab a controller and hook it up that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was tough. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> but yeah, if you haven't uh, if you haven't jumped into cloud gaming, make sure and, and jump in there and give that a try. Like I said, I've, I've given it some. I plan on giving it some uh, more uh, now that um, I feel like I have different times in the day when I could be, you know, I could be trying. I mean, some, instead of turning on YouTube or TikTok, I could, you know, be jumping into cloud gaming and giving that a go, trying some new games. Um, so I'll probably be doing that that more. Uh, let us know what uh, let us know what y'all think about cloud gaming because it's something that. A lot of people have been talking about it. It's been a big focus by Xbox, so let us know what you think about it. Yeah, I, I would I would recommend trying it for sure. I think it, it still has room for improvement, and it might not be too much on Xbox end. Maybe it might just be something that, like, we need better internet and stuff. Like, yeah. um, phone services, like 5G, needs to be more widespread and accessible to people, and just internet speeds need to get a little faster for this to be the future of gaming and maybe yeah. we're just not there with the internet yet, but this I think, is, I think we're very, I think we're very close to that point. I mean, I think yeah. internet, I mean, it's always going to keep improving with the amount of, you know, fiber internet and all these, these different, I mean, you've got Elon Musk coming out with what is it? Stargate. That's going to be Stargate. I may be saying this star, Stargate, Starfield. No, it's not Starfield. That's the, <laughs> that's the but, uh, <laughs> It, whatever his his internet is going to be available in rural rural areas, you know, you're going to people are going to have access to uh, to good internet. So I think that this is definitely going to be the way things. You know, I don't think we're ever going to get away from what we have now, but this will definitely be in the future. Um, this is, I think, that's the way everything's going to be moving. Mobile gaming is 
is a huge industry right now. So I think that's what everybody's trying to get a little piece of. Um, yeah. And with the, there was one thing in the news I forgot to say, but it's pertaining to cloud gaming and they announced that it's coming to the Xbox consoles, I think in this, this winter. So like, that's, that's a big deal. Like you yeah. don't, you can save your storage space on games that you mm-hmm. want to try out and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then also for Xbox one people, you can, you can play the Xbox series games on there. Yeah. So you don't yeah, have to upgrade if, if it works well enough. Um, if you have fast enough internet, like you wouldn't have to upgrade. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, that, yeah. That that is, that is pretty big news. It just kind of slipped by, slipped by me. I didn't even, I didn't even hear that. So that's definitely good to know. You're good to hear. So yeah, that, um, and then once that happens, I'm sure we'll, we'll come back to cloud gaming here and there and just kind of say, Oh yeah. What sure. we think about it. Um, at different times, the more we play. Yeah. As it, as it evolves. Um, but yeah, what uh, what what, you, what have you been playing recently? I know I hadn't talked to you about gaming in a, in a few weeks. So what have you what have you been jumping into and and giving a giving a playthrough lately? So yeah, it's been like three weeks since I've been on here and talked about the <laughs> games I'm playing. So it's they've yeah. stacked up a little bit. And um, so Katamari Damas Damasi, I never say it right. I always <laughs> add syllables. Das, um, das <laughs> I played it. I beat through like the main little thing. There's also there's some side little missions I could do, but um, that game's really fun. I've always heard people say it's the better of the two, but I bought Beautiful Katamari first, and so I just like um, have a soft spot for that game. I think I liked it better, but I also played it like um, over ten years ago. So you know how you look back to things in the past, and they're you look back at them like they're better than they really were. So, but the game was still fun, still weird, but that's what it's supposed to be. So it was good. And then, um, Spirit Fair, I've talked about that enough. Um, a weird game I played that they added was Boyfriend Dungeon. Um, it's where you're, you date the swords you use. Um, I don't know that. Yeah, I saw this one. I saw this one listed here, and honestly, I thought it was a mistype the whole time. Like, I thought it was that you had you meant to put something else, but you put boyfriend. I thought it was a mistype. I didn't know that was actually the name of the game. No, that you're no, that is for real the game. <laughs> um, like it's like a, uh, it's like a, it's like Hades, like a 3D dungeon crawler, um, roguelike game where you like go as far as you can until you get killed. But then also it's like a dating sim where you're going out on dates with the swords that you're using to fight with. Uh, it's a weird concept for sure. <laughs> I, I, um, man, I don't know what I think about dating sims in general. Like those, <laughs> like they don't seem very fun to me at all. But I don't know. Like I played like Stardew Valley and stuff, and you sort of. It's got nice. that. It's got that in there. Yes, so, but it's different. The basis of it, but yeah, yeah. yeah I get what you. I get what you're saying. But the the action stuff seemed pretty fun. Um, you might hear my baby crying in the background now. He, um, I think he's done eating, but uh, <laughs> so he's not going to be happy about that. But yeah, so that game was weird, but it could be fun. But then, um, yeah, I tried to finish up Psychonauts before the second one came out, and that one came out today as we record, so I failed in that accomplishment. 
but hopefully I can finish that in the next few days so I can jump in because I hear it starts right where the first one ends. So like, I think it's a good idea to actually finish that. And then Hades, Hades is uh, the same kind of gameplay as boyfriend dungeon, but it has a lot of awards and stuff. So I think I might stick with that one rather than boyfriend dungeon. Um, but no, it was, it was really fun when I played a bit. And then also I mentioned enter the gungeon. Um, played it shortly just to figure out that touch controls do not work for that game <laughs> what figure about you very quick uh it's been it's been you know the last couple of weeks i haven't when i've been playing you know it's been an hour here hour and a half there um so i haven't played much so my my main my main gaming recently has been the apex uh like normal i mean for those of you who know me you know most of the time my main game is gonna be apex but uh I uh, haven't been playing with you know the y'all like I normally do. Some of our our buddies that we always play. With, I've got a couple other buddies that are fairly. I mean, they're not one of one of them. He grinds it. He's he's almost level five hundred. He's been playing for seven months, six months. I don't even know how long he he grind like he he's 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 all in on Apex. So okay. I've been playing with him and my brother in law. My and we're finally you know playing playing some ranked together. So we've been we've been grinding some ranked on my Smurf account getting. Um, getting one of them to gold, um, and we'll probably we'll probably keep grinding that just to see how high we can get through that. Now that now that I can actually play on my on my personal account, so I've been mostly Apex, a little bit of Rocket League, and that's you know from the amount of amount that I played the last couple of weeks, that's that's about it. So, um, but yeah, we've uh, we've enjoyed this week's episode. We've hope we hope you've enjoyed it. Um, if you did, make sure and, and follow us on all of our socials. You can find us on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Play or Pass Pod. Um, we're always posting stuff there and then clips and uh, little tidbits about episodes and stuff. So make sure and follow us on all those, or you can send us an email directly at playorpass.xboxgamepass at gmail.com. And leave us a nice five-star review, and we might read that out on the next podcast. And um, just like also tell anybody else you think might enjoy the Xbox Game Pass podcast. And uh, that just helps us to grow and reach more people and then get y'all better content. But hope y'all enjoyed this week and hope to see you back next week. That's it. We'll see y'all.